Welcome to Anchor Daily, a podcast by Bethel Church. This month, we are reading through the book of Hebrews as part of our By Faith sermon series centered on Hebrews chapter 11. Together, we're learning more about what it means to live by faith in a world that can leave us feeling hopeless, fearful, and even doubting God. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. This is Angie. Thanks for coming back for today's look into Hebrews chapter 2. Yesterday, the focal point of Hebrews 1 reminded us of the supremacy of Christ. No other name, no other name but Jesus. Did you know that Hebrews chapter 2 is one of the finest chapters in the entire Bible? It is full of so much hope, reminding us of what Christ has done for us and who we are in Him. Today, we'll only spotlight verse 1, as its message is so powerful for right now, for where we currently find ourselves in the world. If we miss this first verse, we will miss everything. First one in the NLT Bible. So we must listen very carefully to the truth we have heard, or we may drift away from it. The same verse in the Amplified Bible. For this reason, that is because of God's final revelation in his son Jesus, and because of Jesus' superiority to the angels. We must pay closer attention than ever to the things that we have heard so that we do not in any way drift away from truth. Are you catching my drift yet? This verse includes a specific warning. We must be careful not to drift. Having established Christ's supreme authority in chapter 1, chapter 2 directly confronts us, the reader, with an important responsibility that we must not ignore. The Greek word used for drift means drifting past a destination because one is pushed along by current. In 2016, Pastor David McDowell stated, Whoever wrote Hebrews 2 had a pastoral concern that longtime believers to whom he was writing were ignoring spiritual truths and were drifting away from their devotion to Christ. As far as we can tell, the probable cause for their deserting the faith was due to the increased persecution and social condemnation that Christians were facing under Emperor Nero. Thus, our author's challenge was to encourage, exhort, and stimulate these struggling believers to hold on to their commitment to Christ and endure to the end. Did I mention that was written in 2016? My NIV application commentary, published in 1998, is even more stern, as author George Guthrie warns, quote, We have become a society of consumers who are constantly shopping for everything new. We maintain commitment to values and institutions only as long as they fulfill our needs of the moment. Many professed Christians float from congregation to congregation in search of the right worship service, Bible studies, child's care, or teen ministry, sometimes partaking in different programs at different churches at any given point in time. We and the Christian community all too often mirror the broader society, living as spiritual consumer drifters within the broader culture of consumer drifters, end quote. Did I mention that was written in 1998? A simple truth about drifting. It requires absolutely no effort. 
The Bible tells us it develops when we don't pay attention to what we're doing, when our focus shifts to things that might not really matter. Few believers make a conscious decision to drift, but it happens when we become careless about the things of God, the ways of God, and the truths of God. As we move farther and farther from the Lord, we are careless and we care less. That's dangerous. Have you ever considered that one never drifts upstream or against the current? The only way we can drift is downstream with the current. So our battle to avoid drift is just that, a battle. Note to self, faithfulness to the Lord should feel like paddling upstream. As we've endured challenges these past 20 months, many have kept paddling upstream. But we also know others have drifted away, away from church attendance, away from their faith, away from the body of believers they previously called family. People have given up in their tiredness, frustration, grumblings, selfishness. The current has pushed many along. Drift has been exposed in churches across the world. A warning bell is ringing in Hebrews 2. So how do we keep from drifting? Well, here's four ideas. One, keep rowing. Spiritually speaking, this involves diligence and steadfastness. It means actively pursuing Christian disciplines like prayer, Bible reading, serving, church attendance, and staying in community with others. Focus on the main things that keep you rowing. Two, watch out for hidden undercurrents. We must always be on guard against temptations and guard against unhealthy flesh desires, which the enemy uses in seeking to devour us. We must also guard whose voices we let speak into our lives. They can pull us towards a drifting current. Three, expect to go against the current. It's so easy to drift along in currents that can sweep us away, like peer pressure, the praise of others, skepticism, apathy, grumbling, selfishness. And four, we have a strong anchor. His name is Jesus. When you start to drift, find your anchor. Friends, as we keep rowing, may our prayer resemble that old hymn, Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, Lord. Take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like the chance to connect with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you will find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together. We can't wait to learn more together tomorrow, but until then, stay classy, Bethel family.